0: Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the good, new, no, whoa, the good News episodes. I get my tongue together here. I'm your host, Tom Fuld. In these podcasts, we will speak with people who are helpers, who are positive, compassionate, and who bring a bit of good news to our lives in these stressful times. Listen with an open heart to those who are offering their hearts and talents to all of us it is our wish that each of these episodes will bring a smile to your face and hope to your heart. And I'm happy to say that here to help me do that today is Susan Seal, who is a soul coach and who has said that the work of her heart is creating connections and infusing, infusing the world with compassion and beauty. Welcome, Susan.
1: Oh, thank you, Tom.
0: I'm very glad to have you here, and this is wonderful. I've not heard before of a soul coach And I love the statement that you want to be creating connections and infusing the world with compassion and beauty. So let's start there and tell me, tell us, tell the audience more about what that is and how you plan to do that.
1: Oh, well, I think it's connected just to who I am as a person, right? Right. Um, I, I love beauty. I love natural beauty. Every morning I go swimming in the sea. Um, I'm in Canada on the west coast of Canada and I swim every sunrise in the Salish Sea and I take pictures of the birds and the sunrise and the ocean and and I post them on my just my Facebook page for my community and um, they're beautiful it's just it's beautiful it it uplifts everyone's day. If I don't post, people go looking for me. Where are you? Why aren't you posting? Why aren't
0: you posting? Yes, well, I love it. The image is beautiful. I haven't even seen it, but I'm already calmed by it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, right now, there are a gaggle of geese. Um, there have been crows for a couple of years, um, and of course, crows are quite smart, and they know who I am, and they bring me presents, and I bring them scrambled eggs and peanuts, and we have fun, but the geese have got into it now. Anyway, it's quite fun. I've got some hilarious I can, pictures. I gotta
0: ask a question here though, it's come to mind, which is scrambled eggs and peanuts. It don't doesn't seem like a combination that I would normally imagine. Where does that combination come from?
1: Well, I was it started with I had some peanuts and I'd put one out and the crow came and took one and I got a great picture. Mm. And I thought because I've been taking pictures by the sea for many, many years when I walked the dogs, but I don't have dogs anymore. And um, I got such a great picture. Someone painted me a picture of that. She's an artist and she gave it to me. And I, so I, anyway, I just started bringing more peanuts and they'll play catch with me. They will follow me for peanuts and they're in the shell, right? They're raw, they're not uh, okay, they're the
0: okay, they're in the
1: shell, okay. they in the shell. Then I had some leftovers one day and I wondered if they might like those and I think I had a boiled egg and they liked the yolks. so I then one day I thought, well, you know you're wasting the whites. so I just started scrambling them. And so I bring them with scrambled eggs and they take turns, they line up, they all take eggs and they take turns and
0: <laughs> well another, another job title could be chef to the crows. Yes. <laughs> a, vast, a vast array of talents that you have. Well, let's let's turn back to what it is you do besides feeding I mean, That's all. Wonderful. Well, you
1: know, I think when you're actually living your life in where you're really connected to your soul, like to things that move you, to things that are valuable to you, that align with your values, you end up having quite an eclectic kind of life, often, right? right? Um, so, for me. Uh, soul coaching, I I started coaching trying to be a regular coach. Um, I have a background as a school teacher, and I used to have my own music and movement school for 20 years. I did that, and I'm still teaching music. I still teach piano privately. But uh, when I trained to be a coach, I tried to do regular coaching, but I have a natural sort of psychic ability. And um, and of course, because I've worked with babies, because in my music training I worked with babies, I've worked with babies for so long that my way of generally connecting with people is very heart-based, and I can often see or hear or feel things that they're not saying. And uh, so, in my coaching work, I kept getting feedback: "Oh, you're not like a normal coach." And so i've been i've for 10 years i've been searching for the word what kind of coaching do i do and for a while it was intuitive coaching um it was it went around and so i've settled on soul coaching because it's this, the word soul is it will attract a certain kind of person who first of all connects to that word right um, and and then it allows us, they're open to the kind of work you can do when you're seeking for alignment in your business or in your life with uh, a soul infusion with, you know.
0: And how would you, for the purposes of this discussion, just uh, you know, tell us what soul is? What is soul? It's a wonderful word. And I think people have different interpretations.
1: So for me, I see a soul connection as that connection to that deepest wisest most eternal part of yourself it's an eternal kind of connection uh so you're not it's not that you're necessarily tuning into what you learned in high school you're tuning into an energy that has been with you for all your life before you were born if you believe in past lives i guess other lives but it's like that eternal big universal energy a god energy uh, um a Buddha energy. Uh, I work with all kinds of people from all kinds of faiths. I personally am a Christian, but I, that word soul for me, I grew up with it as it's part of you. It's an essential part of you in our family.
0: And isn't it, if that part of you is often covered, is often pushed down or not accepted as you are growing up. It depends on your society, of course. Yeah,
1: I think what it is, is our modern culture uh, pushes us to move more quickly than a soul-based movement, like a conscious connection to soul might suggest. Although when you connect to your soul, your life can move and change radically, very quickly. Right. Um, yeah.
0: but it's like uh, an example that I could just give to my for myself at this moment. It's like how do you do something? When I was being taught by my own father at one point, who's a musician, about music, Um, I know about math, excuse me, which connects to music, obviously. But he would give me problems and I would come up with an answer. And he said, how did you do that? And I could not answer him. And he was not happy with that solution. And that's what I kind of mean when I say it's been suppressed or it's not acceptable to know, to have that inner knowing.
1: Yeah, I think for a lot of people, that is the case um, where their life is firmly based in what you can see and touch right uh, instead of maybe what you're sensing what your heart feels we have science now right i think it's easier for people to connect with the idea of a soul led life just based on the science that we have like the heart math institute talks about how we know something terrible is going to happen before it happens our heart will tell us right Something beautiful is coming towards you. You can feel that too, um, but I think y- you're right. There, it's we were we've lived in a culture that has discounted that kind of connection,
0: right? And and has, has promoted the connection that's outside the connection yeah. of money, cars, uh, beauty, whatever. That well,
1: and I think about. too, for me, all those things—money, yeah. cars—they have a soul. Like money has a soul. Money right. has cars you know that, that idea and it's just that we distort some of that so that it's not its true essence we're well, not yeah,
0: so- i don't think that most people who heard you just say money has a soul would go what i mean i don't it's not promoted as that it's not, it's not- well
1: not in religious means it isn't but you know we need money money's part of our life money is you know you can love your money you can take care of your money you can connect to money in such a way that you take care of it and it takes care of you um i yeah
0: that's just that argument about if we, yeah. all we're looking for is money yeah. and we let go of the pur- other purposes of life let go of the people and the and the love in our life in, and only rush for the money and that's not everybody's doing that but some people have been taught to do that
1: yes yeah i think well i guess for some people that is a sole purpose right searching mm-hmm. for money, but I think for most of us, we need things beyond that.
0: Yes, I agree. I, would,
1: I wouldn't, I mean, I'm really kind of a person who would accept if somebody said, no, that is my sole purpose. But you're very
0: accepting. Okay. I hear you're very accepting purpose. Who do you work with now? What other people and, and what do they look for? How how do you, not how do you find them? but who are the ones who come across your path or you come across their path?
1: Well, I mostly work with women um i do have some male clients but mostly it's women and i've been an entrepreneur most of my life self-employed most of my life so that's an aspect of uh, working with women that i really enjoy so women who have a creative uh, focus to their own life um, and they want to However, they want to make shifts to grow their business or grow their own capacity to receive more in their life, either with their family or with their business, whatever, um, working through soul. So I, yeah, I work mostly with women, intuitives, um, entrepreneurs, uh, people who believe in, in the invisible, who feel that, connect to that.
0: Right. And when you work with them, talk to me more about what you should what do.
1: Oh, sometimes uh, there's a lot of healing work involved when you're working with soul-based
0: right.
1: kind of things. So sometimes uh, women will come and they will have had all manner of challenges in their life, let's say a very abusive childhood in some way. And so when you have those that kind of inner scarring, that you, no one can see, you look normal, but you've got all this inner wounding. Mm-hmm. When you go forward into your business, you can get to a certain point where that wounding will come up and stop you from doing things you want to do.
0: Right. And when you meet with these people, or imagine right now we're doing this over Zoom, as opposed to in person these days. but what do you do? Are you just sensing what's happening or are you just relying on what they're telling you or a combination of both?
1: It's both and um, sometimes I meet with people on Zoom. If I'm meeting on Zoom, it tends to be more emotional, psychological work and we can do everyday kind of work on their business too, like where we talk about whatever they're doing. But if I'm actually going to do a deeply energetic work on subtle energy healing or they really want me to work on soul. i'll do it on the phone because there's a lot of interference uh, with the visual and uh on the computer the internet so it's usually on the phone and then i can i can see better in myself i can hear them on the phone and it's quite close and people have found it quite uh powerful so i know that seems counterintuitive i can do it better in person and on the phone i don't find the zoom call great for that specific kind of work.
0: I can understand that. There was a, a number of years that I did a, a healing work and I was on the phone. It was um, something called precognitive re-education, which I don't know if it even exists today. I mean, as an actual practice. But I did find it, if you could be on the phone and you're in private, you're in a private situation, you on one end and the other person on the other, it does feel very private. And in that way, it feels like I can intuit what's what I'm not hearing and what I'm hearing So I, you are freezing at this moment on our recording. Let's see if you come back I could I could <laughs> continue the talk I should, well we'll talk for while we're still recording here as Susan goes back to find if we're back again are we back again
1: we're back again
0: back again congratulations so Susan just had a little intermission uh frozen intermission so where I, don't I we don't in this know
1: what situation? happened
0: okay I was talking about being frozen actually being silent on the you, phone yes. and um and agreeing with you that there's a privacy in the phone conversations so I can understand what you're saying and when you,
1: well, oh, and it's not just a privacy. Um, there, it's like um, it's an easy. It's easier for me to see the energetics around what they're talking about.
0: Okay, now you're talking about seeing, and I don't always. What in the work that I have done in the past have thought of it as knowing as opposed to seeing.
1: Oh, sometimes it's a knowing, but sometimes it's a seeing. So I, you know, like I remember one client we were doing work with her inner selves, and there was like a circle of them. And we were asking a certain, if there was anyone there who wasn't actually a part of her inner selves, if they would please just leave. And so she was saying, oh, yeah, but they were gone. And I said, well, there's somebody behind that tree over there. And she, she was like, what? How can you see that? Yes, there is somebody behind a tree. And so for, I'd have, I use a lot of different senses when I'm
0: Right. I do understand that. And when someone comes to you who is a business entrepreneur, as you have been, what are the kind of things that they they need help with?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Sometimes they're feeling that they're up against um, an inner kind of block. Maybe they're having trouble getting a contract they want, so we might work with the energies of their business to release that flow. Sometimes it's inner child-type work, where we go back to very very early memories or experiences where right. they made a decision that was unconscious and um we just heal we work on healing that bringing consciousness to that so that they can have a sense that they can receive more um sometimes um So there's like a healing aspect. Sometimes it's actually just strategy. Like, what do I do next? How do I do this? What would you do? Like, help me like talk it through where we're uh, creating an offer, so to speak, or they're next. Yeah.
0: Well, sometimes, yeah, that's very interesting because I know that my wife has a business and I work talk. She'll ask me a question. And because I'm not in the middle of it. I can often see something or be aware of something that she may not, for some reason, been able to see. And then mm-hmm. i always say, well, what about this? And she'll, oh, that's interesting. And it it's it free. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. It all comes together for some reason.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's helpful to have, have an outside perspective when you have a business. And you, sometimes she's lucky that you're actually, you're obviously in business too, um, or used to working with lots of people. But not everybody has that, though. Right. Right. So right. that's when you tend to go outside looking for a, a mentor um, or a coach of some kind.
0: Well, it's, well often in the past, in the, in the structure that was the corporate world before, if you were in a good company, a good corporation, you would have a mentor and you would have a team and you could bounce things off of them. I think a lot of that has changed today. And also a lot of that, you know, people are not working in that way anymore. A lot of, a lot of them are entrepreneurs. And often alone or feeling alone, certainly. So, oh, most- and
1: you know, that sort of sense of being alone, um, sometimes that comes from an inner belief that you're supposed to do it alone.
0: Yes, yes. You're not, it's not okay to ask. There's this thing called, well, this thing, you know, the word shame. Yes. What, but if you take that, as should have already mastered everything. Mm. So, that's the belief we have that somehow we shouldn't ask for help because we should have already mastered this and that's where where i hear or sense shame coming from but it is wonderful to have a a support whatever form that takes and also i just have the sense have you ever done this with couples um
1: i have i done it with couples i don't think i have although i have one client that sometimes we work on his business with um, his business partner, who's a woman. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that's it. I was just thinking because a lot of the difficulties that people have in life are their relationships and they may be working well, but still there's a piece somewhere. And that's where what, what usually you call couple counseling can help. But I, I was thinking it might be, it might be possible to do. With I
1: actually was just speaking with a client the other day who Part of her issue was in her relationship with her spouse, and um, when we, of course, the the way we went about addressing it was through what she needed support with in her own healing. Yeah. Yes,
0: and uh, understandably, uh, it, it just flashed to me that it might be a fascinating thing to to, have, to to work. You know, to me as I am in a in a relationship, to if I needed support or help to have it both of us there and have someone with your talent seeing what we don't see because you get so close that you can't see sometimes
1: it's true we do i mean i do i i go i ask i get outside help as well from my own uh, business and
0: i i think we all we all need to do that yes. very definitely so what is how, how has the pandemic affected you in any way negatively
1: um well in my personal life for sure and yeah. um it's uh, my businesses were affected for sure i have three businesses um so yes absolutely and, and negatively definitely yeah. affected me negatively
0: certainly anything that you had to do in person was affected tremendously
1: Yes. Well, as I said earlier, I still teach music privately. And so all of that went to Zoom.
0: Right. And then,
1: but very quickly, the parents were saying, you know, can you just come over? (laughs) Because, you know, it's easier. And so I was back in person probably before most people. Um, But getting new students is a little bit more challenging because people don't necessarily know me and they're not sure they want a stranger coming into their house. Right because I teach children in their homes so yeah that's been and then I have a network marketing business and that was definitely affected Um, and then my coaching my coaching I would say has expanded though at first it was negative because uh, my personal life was so affected that I had to move twice and um, now I'm settled and so now my coaching business is actually doing quite well considering where it was before yeah
0: well, I also would imagine that the pandemic has brought up for people, for lots of people, the awareness that they have an issue. They may not know what it is, but they may just know there's something bothering me and I need help. I, I would think that there's a little more receptivity as as we found, my wife and I are involved, as I told you, with vitamins and supplements, and we found people who suddenly decided they they wanted to have their immune system improved something i hadn't thought of for some strange reason before the pandemic but the pandemic brought out.
1: that's us. that's interesting mike because i have uh a network marketing business as well and in that first year it did kind of explode right but then the year after everything kind of got a bit more contracted as people were feeling uh, financial pressures i think yes. from extended that the pandemic extended a lot of things that way
0: yeah understandably and what is your view or hope for the future? Your, your image for when we are past, whatever past means, I'm not sure now what the definition will be if we're, we're past the pandemic.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think we have another couple years of the pandemic, like not as intense, but um, until it, we get used to things again. And so I think my my vision is to be connecting more and more with people. um, And just being a positive, inspirational, hopeful voice. Because I think there's so much to look forward to, and so much beauty in the world you can take in. And the pandemic, I think, really shifted how we see our lives. Right. And how we want it what you want to take in, what do you want to say about your life? Like what, so yeah, for me, it's, I feel like it's a positive looking forward focus.
0: That's wonderful. Well, I think your vision and your vision of, of helping people to, you know, to really come from their heart. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we, I feel that we have all gotten in touch with or try, many of us have is how important those heart feelings are And those actions that come from the heart are that everything else yes we do and we can benefit from doing but if we're coming from the heart whatever we do will be easier and i'm getting that from you Derek, definitely
1: i and i know when i work with women i have a small business collective for women um and that's a huge part of what their work in the world is all of those women are coming from the heart and so um yeah. It, I, I like I like to be surrounded by people who believe that and operate that way and right. so I create I'm intentionally creating my business oh, oh, to yes. allow I'm, for that. I,
0: I yeah. intentionally created this podcast so I'd be around people yeah. who have doing wonderful things. I mean it <laughs> We are. I don't mean to say that I'm selfish per se, but it does help to do it. It's be a good around.
1: kind of selfish, this don't you
0: Taking care <laughs> of myself in yeah. order to do this and hopefully help other people. Well, we have done it again. It's very quickly gone by this half hour. And so before we end, I would like to ask you if somebody who is listening to us now would like to find out more about what you do and, and learn some more, how can they best get in touch with you?
1: Well, I have a website. Uh... Okay that has my you can contact me there's my phone number all information about my programs there my website is www.susan s-u-s-a-n seal like the animal s-e-a-l-e dot com
0: dot com .com. okay that's that's basic and very good we shall do that so i want to thank you because i think just having you here I know I have been smiling through half of this program, if not more, and you have an infectious way that helps people to feel better. So I'm really glad we had you here and our audience could spend some time with you. So thank you very much for being here.
1: Thank you, Tom, for inviting me. It's been a real pleasure to just be in your company because you obviously have a very big heart and bring out so much good in people.
0: Well, thank you very much.